This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winderbrill. We're here with Chris Westfall. He's the author of Leadership Language. Great to have you with us. Thank you, Taryn. Great to be here. So you've written, this is your third book. We should say congratulations. Thank you very much. Well done. The first book was about pitching. The next book was about branding. This book is about leadership. Why? As I was looking at the different leadership books that were out there, I saw that there was something that was missing. And working with tens of thousands of executives over the last several years, I've seen that whether a leader is aspirational, they want to get into the C-suite, or they are actual, they are actually leading a company, Mm -hmm. their focus is on creating impact. And I wanted to deliver a book that would provide insights into how to really create the kind of results that people are looking for. So this book is designed to help millennials who are managing across generations, as well as folks in older generations who are trying to reach the millennial generation and even Gen Z, so that people can understand that when you change the conversation, you can change your results. So this book is about the conversational strategies that can create real impact for leaders. So how do you change that conversation? Well, there's a few places that you have to start. First of all, you've got to understand that leadership is an inside job. It's easy to look outside yourself and think, oh, you know, there are 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, which there are, but that's useful to know, but it's not the same as the kind of, the kind of wisdom that leaders really need. You know, knowledge will only take you so far. Knowledge lets you know that a tomato is actually a fruit, mm-hmm. but it's wisdom that lets you know that you don't put a tomato in a fruit salad. That's what this book is really trying to show people is that leadership comes from the inside Mm -hmm. and it's about tapping into that, that wisdom, that wisdom that we all share, you see, because leadership is something that's inside all of us. Chris, you mentioned inside job. Tell us a little bit more about that. Do you feel that everybody has the capability, the ability, it's an innate trait? Absolutely. And I think that if people don't see themselves as leaders, there's a misunderstanding. They're missing something. You know, if you think back to w- when when we were kids on the playground, I mean, we we took leadership roles, playing with our friends, and we didn't stop to think, you know, do I really have what it takes to be a leader? Am I really? It, it was just about allowing ourselves to be who we are. And as we grow older and we become more educated and more experienced, we put more labels on that limit us from reaching that, that true potential. But there are always opportunities to lead. And leadership is not about a title. Leadership is not about a position. Leadership is a verb. Leadership is an opportunity for you to put influence into action. And if you want to know if you're a leader, look at what it is that you see for yourself and that you see for others, because that's that's what I define as a leadership vision, the Mm -hmm. thing that you see that others don't. And then what action can you take to bring that vision to life? 
That's what leaders do. And that may be something as simple as, as influencing someone to, to have lunch with you next Thursday. Mm. I mean, it, it might start as simply as right there. And from that place of, of influence, that authentic influence that's, that's real, that's sincere, that's not, that's not pushy or mm-hmm. salesy or fake. It's, it's that sincere vision that you can share and bring that vision to life. And that's why I say it's an inside job because I mean, it's wonderful to, to look at great examples. It's wonderful to look at what, what leaders are doing. It's wonderful to, to model people like Mark Zuckerberg and Michael Dell and Elon Musk right. and all these wonderful leaders and everything. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what leadership really means is not imitation. It's about taking a journey to create your original vision, the vision that you have for yourself and the vision that you have for others. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple opportunities for people to, to do that every day. And if they're missing those leadership opportunities, then there's a misunderstanding. You mentioned, you know, people in the C-suite, aspirational leaders, but can these methods apply to anyone who's not in the leadership role? They can act like a leader sort of on their way up. I mean, is this for everyone in the workplace? Anything we do in life involves other people. If it's something of value, it involves connection, it involves engagement, and it involves persuasion. So, where are those opportunities for people? And I think they're all around us. Certainly they're in sure. the C-suite, certainly for those that are responsible to stakeholders and shareholders and to teams. But even for those who are wondering how to move forward in their careers, it's about tapping into your vision and knowing how to communicate it effectively because everything comes from connection. And, and our phones help us to connect on so many different mm-hmm. levels, right? Yeah. But when it's time to get down to business, it's time to talk. And so in this book, I take a look at how people can, can change the story and change their results. Not, not by crafting some pretty lie or coming up with uh, something that they should be. Or, or a multi-step that, process. You talk about that, how it's, it's not so cut and dry. Correct. And I, and I think that if people are looking for shortcuts, and I think that if people are looking for uh, cookie cutter, that's not this book. Uh, leadership is a journey, and it's about taking the journey in a way that, that yields new results and draws people to your ideas. So this book is really, it, it's really written for people who, who have ideas, ideas that they want to share, but they're frustrated. Sure. There's something, there's something in the there's way. There's a block, right. Right. And it's easy to look at, well, it's, you know, it's money, it's circumstances, it's the situation, it's Jessica and accounting, you know, it's, it's all those things, right? <laughs> Jessica and accounting. I know, Jessica, <laughs> work with me, Jessica. But it, it really, it, it goes beyond that. It's about, when you look at what it is that you'd like to create for yourself, if there's something in your life that's missing, you have to ask yourself, what are you doing to keep it out? And that's where that internal focus begins. And in the book, I talk about helping people to understand where, where your thinking comes into play. And we take a strong look at assumptions, not only the assumptions of the leader, but the assumptions of others around the leader sure. so, that, so that there's a way to, to change the conversation. Because when you, when you change the assumptions, everything from the assumptions can change as well. So it's about shifting that perspective. And what leaders do better than anyone else is share a perspective that's that's compelling, that others say, I I want that, I need that, tell me more. And authenticity, right. Absolutely. And this book is about taking authenticity and your passion and turning it into tangible results 
by connecting with others, connecting across generations. So it doesn't matter whether you are a millennial or you're working with millennials, you understand how to, how to touch people in a new way, a way that is powerful, sincere, and engaging. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you do address sort of, you know, providing tools across generations because it is so important. It is, you know, part of the lexicon now. So tell us a little bit about that because there are, are a lot of members of the C-suite and outside of the C-suite who are, you know, uncertain how to navigate the millennial waters. And when you talk about being a leader amongst them or maybe a millennial who'd like to be a leader, what, what are your recommendations for that particular group? Well, the book opens with a story about a woman who I worked with who was actually a freshman in college. Now, I work with thousands of millennials every year, and I, I'm fortunate to work with a number of universities across North America. And uh, over the last several years, I've been the official pitch coach at the fifth largest university in the U.S. Oh. So I've, I've helped students. What does pitch coach mean? So I work with student entrepreneurs uh-huh. to help them to bring their ideas to life. So helping to show folks who have an appetite for entrepreneurship, the leadership that's inside of them and and how to turn that leadership into tangible results and tangible investments. And get this, over the last several years, my strategies have helped raise over $35 million and counting. U.S. dollars? U.S. dollars, (laughs) yes. That's amazing. For for student startups. So these are student entrepreneurs. This is great. Yeah. And it's it's all part of the work that I've done to help people to bring their ideas to life. Coaching my clients onto shows like Shark Tank, Mm. Dragon's Den in Canada, and even Shark Tank Australia. So the book opens with the story of a young woman who wanted to enter a pitch contest. She wanted to raise money for a business idea. And she, she knew that she wanted to win, but she didn't know how. And if, if folks are watching this and they're thinking, you know, I would like to win and I don't know how I would like to discover the success that I see for myself, but I can't realize it. This book is for you. And so from the story of this college freshman, I show how you can create a conversation that makes investors get interested. But more than that, that helps you navigate through questions and answers so that you can find ease and grace in the midst of what looks like stress, difficulty, and challenge. And I don't know if the folks watching this video are ever going to talk to Mark Cuban or Mr. Wonderful on Shark Mm -hmm. Tank, but if that is part of the equation or even if you work with people who are as hard to work with as the folks on Shark Tank, you know, this book helps you to navigate those waters. And when I announced the award for the pitch competition, and I was able to announce that this freshman Hmm. was able to, to take this award from PhD students, MBA students, others who were more experienced, I saw something. I saw that leadership wasn't about age, that leadership wasn't about experience. Leadership was about desire and resourcefulness. And and leaders know that resourcefulness is a quality that we all share. They're just better at tapping into it than the rest of us. So is that what she did, this freshman? She was able to tap into her leadership potential? She saw what was missing, and that was what caused her to reach out to me. And what was missing? She needed a coach. Okay. She needed to make an investment in herself Mm. to to see what, what she couldn't. Because leaders understand we all have blind spots. No matter where you are in your career, there are blind spots. It's a scientific fact at the back of your retina, there is a blind spot, but it's also true in business. There are things that we can't see. So finding a coach that can help you to see what's missing and internalize it. C-Suite Radio. 
At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And it sounds like a lot of it is based on personal experience. You, know, you talk about what's missing tapping into this leadership potential. So is this what happened, you know, your history and your background? If I were to characterize my career, the, the one word that I would use to kind of describe this journey that I've been on transformation. I know what it's like to personally go through transformations. And in my transformative coaching work, the consulting that I do, I help others to see the possibilities. For me, I came to a point in my life where I realized that I wanted to make a change as a young man. I knew that I wanted to explore things that, that I hadn't been able to bring into my life. And creating those events that have led me to where I am today has been a, a series of transformations and understanding that you don't have to be stuck where you are. You don't have to be in a, a career or a position of limitation. And that transformative exploration, if you will, is also what this book is about. Not, not from a standpoint of here's what I've done, uh -huh. but a standpoint of here's what you can do. And that's one of the things that's kind of unusual about this book is that it's really, it's really written in second person. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's your story. Uh-huh. And we talked a little bit about your transformation. It's fascinating because you have a theater background, but then you went on to get your MBA. That's two, right. Many would say two different sides of the brain. Why did you make that decision to take that route? Was that a part of the transformation? I'll never forget the time when I was in the MBA program. We were getting started and we had to stand up and talk about ourselves. And the question they asked was, what was your last full-time job before coming into the MBA program? And everyone stood up and they said, well, I was a CPA and I was a loan officer at a bank and I worked for a <laughs> consulting company. And so it was my turn. And Jaren, I had to stand up and say, my last full-time job was professional stuntman. That's wow. a true story. Hmm. I was a professional Seriously? stuntman. Yes, I was a host in a stunt show at an amusement park in my hometown. Wow. So I had to own up to that. So I, I wanted to go from being in the green room and trading fake punches to being in the boardroom. And I had to make a, a change that was, that was more than just an incremental change. Because incremental change, that's really about management. But transformational change, that's about leadership. And that's, that was what was on offer for me as I started on this journey of, of education and experience and professionalism that was, that was a complete transformation. And, and I can remember people saying, you know, it, with a background in theater and performing, how, how did you get in? How, how did that happen? Right. Well, the answer is a lot of studying and, you know, working on GMATs and, GMAT, and things like right. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it, it really came from a place of, of desire. And I saw that I was more than my experience. I saw that 
with the right idea and a willingness to learn that anyone, anyone can make the transition to leadership. And that's, that's really what this, this book is about. If, if you're looking for transformation, if you're looking to make a change, if you're looking to make a greater impact, this book will show you how to do it. So you mentioned you work with millennials. Do you find that they're apt to take the route of, oh yeah, I just want to copy what those guys have done or are millennials more, I want to do my own thing? You know, which is it? Because some see them as lazy, but some see them as really ambitious. I think it's, you know, depends on your experience. I'm curious, you know, you have a unique experience with millennials. So what, what is it kind of your prediction uh, for the future of millennials? I'm very careful not to make broad generalizations about millennials. I okay. think that's very dangerous. <laughs> and I, you know, the millennials that I work with, I mean, these are folks that, that they study statistics so they can defy them. These are the folks that are looking to, to create that something original. And, and I think that that's never a question, but mm. in order to, to create something original and, that, that expression in, in business and in life, we take a look at the engineering mm-hmm. of that. And that's really what this book is about. It's, it's about, it's about two things. It's about physics, which mm-hmm. is, which is how things work. Right. And then engineering, how do we make things work for you? So how do you engineer a conversation? How do you build the dialogue that brings your ideas to life? Right. And I talk about in the book, a study that was conducted by IBM and it was called capitalizing on complexity. And they ask 1500 leaders all around the world, what's the number one thing, the number one quality that you look for in a leader. And it was very interesting what came back. Cause I, I mean, you know, I was thinking, well, they're going to say, uh, you know, financial skills or business acumen or experience or right. maybe communication skills, but here's the number one thing. What was it? Creativity, creativity. And I read that and I thought, what does that mean? Like arts and crafts? What are they talking about yeah. now? Creativity, the process of creation, the ability to create something that has not gone on before. Mm. And for the millennials that I work with and the folks in Gen Z that, that I have the opportunity to serve, they are looking to create something that has not gone on before. And it's, it's that it's a drive, right? It is, mm-hmm. it is because, you know, sometimes it can be useful to look to the past and learn from it, but we don't want to recreate the past. Mm-hmm. And, and for the leaders who are focused on the future, in other words, they're looking out the windshield, not the rearview mirror. Right. Great metaphor. The book's terrific. Um, congratulations. It is a different spin. And, and I do like the fact, you know, we've talked about it. it's not a process. You really talk about tapping from within and, and your passion. It comes through in the book and it comes through live. Um, it's really, it's terrific stuff. And uh, can't wait to read more to see what's next. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Taryn. Always a pleasure. And if you'd like more information on the book, just go to our website, csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.